You are now listening to the Slingfest podcast alongside the dirty Puerto Rican Javier Rosado. I am Jordan Ehrlich, but you can call me Butch. Let's get started. Today is September 16th, alongside Jordan Butch Coolidge Ehrlich. I'm the dirty Puerto Rican Javier Rosado, and this is week two of the Slingfest podcast. Thanks for tuning in. If you haven't subscribed already, what the hell are you doing? Do that shit Seriously, now. hit that subscribe button and tune in every week. All right. It's week two. How'd your week one go, Javi? Uh, three leagues, three wins. I went one and two. Um, James Conner didn't really do anything for me. Figured. Yeah. Bears defense is going to have the worst week it had all year with its zero. I feel like we, we could talk a lot about that game. I mean, my God. Sunday was amazing. <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky, huh? I'm telling you, they could start 6-0 if, if they don't. Ah, I feel like he, baits, he does this every once in a while where he baits us in. Well, makes it is the Lions. He's, he, he's, you know, he's ripped the Lions a new asshole five straight times now. But he he's, he's an okay quarterback against mediocre to bad defenses. So it didn't surprise yeah. me. And it, it shouldn't surprise you or anyone else for that matter if he does it for the next five weeks. He looked good, so I hope he continues it. And they better pay Allen Robinson ASAP. Oh, they're going to. I'm not. I'm not concerned about that. I don't think Bears fans should be concerned about that either. But this is not a Bears podcast. It is week two. And honestly, I'd like to start by bringing up the Eagles tight end situation. Okay. Dallas Goddard, Zach Ertz, both coincidentally have RT in their last name. So you should RT this. Dallas Goddard is going to be just as good as Zach Ertz this year, if not better. Yeah, I think that that's my take. We talked about this. That they could, that. They could both uh, have top ten years, and I think that Wentz throws enough to t- throws a shitload of tight ends to the point where it could be like some Gronk Hernandez shit, where they could both. I think they're both starters this year. I was definitely thinking some Gronk Hernandez nonsense for sure. But yeah, I have Goddard. Hayden Hurst wasn't that good. So, I'm glad I have Goddard. I think I drafted him in the very last round of our draft, 16th round. So That's a stain. I had him, honestly, dude, and I dropped him in one league because I had Ertz, and I had him more than handcuffed, but I feel stupid. Yeah, that's that's not a good move. I'm not going to lie. Speaking of good moves, so my take from last week, my like for the year was Adam Thielen. And boy, so far so good. He looked. He looked spicy this week. Yeah. He, he went did. off. And it's the white boy connection. It's like Jordy Nelson and Rodgers. They just, right. you know, it's white boy to white boy connection. He's going to be going off all year. He's back. I don't disagree. I like the pick. You know, obviously it goes without saying, but injury, injury-wise. It was bad injury year. Right. No, that's just how it goes. Like. Yeah. People always want to stay away from certain guys because they're, like, hurt for a year. It's like not drafting A.J. Green because he missed all year. Like, whatever. He already had nine targets. Another guy, Nick Chubb. I fucking warned everybody. That yeah. Is a- oh, my God. Fucking Nick Chubb. Like, someone on Twitter, like, one of the fantasy football guys on Twitter that I follow, he uh, he tweeted about him, and I'm like, I still don't see why, why anyone picked Nick Chubb. And this clown replied to me. And goes, yeah, week one or one game in, and and that's settled. I'm like, 
Dude, this has Dude, been. It, it could be four games, like six games. Week twelve last week, last year. Right, like I haven't. I've been down on him since Hunt came back. Yeah, so like this is. There's a yeah. there's a big body of evidence, and I don't think. He's and like, and, and I'm and I'm an idiot for you know small sample size. Like, no, their snap count is going to be very similar. All, all year, honestly, and they paid they paid Kareem Hunt, dude. right? They're, they're gonna give him the ball. They're gonna pay him to stroke his wiener on the bench. Like, come on, he's gonna fucking play. So Nick Chubb yeah. was not a first round pick for me at all. No, that if you picked him, you might be fucked. To be quite honest, if you picked him in the first round, you're fucked. As guy in a dynasty league, trade him. Yeah. What do you want to get into? Well, later on, we're gonna we're gonna have our first guest appearance. We're gonna okay. keep that surprise secret, whatever you want to call it. But right. let's talk about some waiver wire pickups. Um, first one I like. I mean, I would obviously, obviously temper expectations because there's only one game, and like I said, it was gonna be an absolute sling fest. But Russell Gage, nine targets. For nine catches on 12 targets, exactly the same numbers as Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones. I'd keep an eye on him at least. I mean, you think you that the Falcons could good. support three passes? See, that's the thing. They're not going to, but there will be games like that. There will be swing fests. There will be blood in games like that. Uh, also, the Falcons are not good, and the Bears are going to beat them next week, at least as of now. Maybe maybe I'll change my mind for whatever happens week two, <clears throat> but for I now mean, we kind of t- touched on this. But yeah. I have one, and we kind of already went over it. I have Dallas Goddard because he's only owned in sixty one percent of ESPN leagues. Okay, so yeah, uh, obviously if you can pick Snell. him up, he's going to be a stud. Right, Benny Snell obviously is like the other main one. I mean, I drafted him because I drafted James Conner, but also uh, Malcolm Brown, the lead back yeah. on the Rams has value. So yeah. I like him too. For now, I mean, he's the guy for now. I mean, yeah, but I also think for now. if Daryl Henderson was going to do something, he would have done it by now. I think yeah, he's I, I kind of busted. I, I already dropped him, and I picked up Joshua Kelly. Yeah. Because, like, what's the point? He was, like, my 11th round pick. Like, those aren't – They, they don't obviously don't them. believe in Daryl Henderson because they haven't even think they tried do. giving him the ball. He's really, like, a handcuff to either one of those guys. Yeah. And at that point, it's like, if you're going to have a third-string guy, like, why have him on your roster? So I dropped him. But I'd like to like to bring up what I said last week about a certain um, team in Florida, not named the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and or not the named the Miami Dolphins. Here it is. I would also take the Jaguars spread just because you know you never know. I feel like that's a whatever. So, like I said. The Jacksonville Jaguars, not only did they cover eight points, but these dudes beat the Indianapolis Colts. What was it, like 27-20, 27-24? That was an easy Somewhere. pick for me. What do you want to – Easy pick. Um, we can look at guys this week, like Emmanuel Sanders – for the next few weeks, actually, he's going to be a very startable player. You bastard. That was one of mine. Yeah. I mean, whatever. What else you like? Uh, 
Melvin Gordon. I know he was my dislike for a year. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just as soon as we shit on him, the reason we shit on him gets hurt. So now, you know, you like all right, all right, but look, but look, but look. So I don't like him because he's in a committee with Philip Lindsay, right? right. So not but only Lindsay's is he dead. in a committee with Lindsay, and he wasn't doing shit up until Lindsay got hurt, but then Royce Freeman, who's <laughs> the third guy, stains a touchdown. Like, if oh, you can trade one. Melvin Gordon after this week and you, like, drops 30, trade him, dude, because he – there's there's too many running backs on that team, and yeah. Philip Lindsay isn't gonna be gone for long. He's gonna score points over the next couple weeks. Trade yep. his ass. You ASAP. can get so much for him. There's gonna be so many believers in that clown. Oh fuck that! Oh, another guy that I like this week, Naheem Hines. I like him mm-hmm. for the rest of the year. By the way. Oh, he, now nah, he's yeah, he's the handcuff now. Well, they also have Wilkin. So but... Marlon Mack done for the year. Yeah, that's funny, see... too. Well, not funny, but you know what I mean. Like, Did you not see Rodgers slinging that bitch all over the fucking Vikings last week? And that's who uh, oh, the dude. Colts play this week? So someone – Jesus, really? It's Packers-Colts? Someone in this league, in Beanhead League, not only did he pick up Aaron Rodgers off the waiver wire, he paid $43 for Aaron Rodgers, and that's almost half of his budget. For the rest of the year on a quarterback – like what? So How many teams teams quarterbacks? It's a normal twelve-team PPR league, but he has Tom Brady, Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers, and you're gonna pay forty-three. And this is the clown I beat week one. It's crazy, but so yeah, Hines had eight catches on eight targets last week, and the Vikings defense looked terrible last week. And yeah. I also expect him now that Max gone to be more involved in the running game. I think he might. I think he's going to have a top 10 running back week, Hines, this week. Really? Because he's going to be the the Viking, the Packers. Rivers was throwing that. Rivers has a history with pass catching running backs. You got to think. Yeah. He likes to throw it to the running so, back. Uh, and... Does that mean Jonathan Taylor is not going to be getting many targets? No, I think uh, Taylor has value. I just like, I like Hines more for the rest of the year because I think really? that he's a better pass catcher. Yeah. But you, I think he's the Eckler of this offense. Right, now. but it's, you know, if you had to start one. I would start I guess, I guess it, would, it would be based on matchup. I'd start Hines. What if it's what if it's Colts-Jets? Then you might want to start uh, Taylor. But I think that Hines has value regardless. They both do, standalone value. But I think Hines has more standalone value with his so H- Hines is the guy you want over Taylor. Yeah. Yep, okay. all day. It makes sense. I'm not going to disagree. you have any dislikes uh, for the week? If James Conner plays, I'm benching him. Plain and simple. I do not trust that man anymore. I don't really think he's any good. He was running into walls, and Benny Snell was not. Yeah, I think that year that Le'Veon held out might have been an outlier. I don't, I, I don't know if he's – I don't know if he's good, honestly. He had a really good year that year. But I'm just not sold anymore. This dude had nine nine carries, six carries, nine yards. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. But as long as Big Ben is there, I think the Steelers are going to be good. That's what I they, said. They're at least going to be, like, fantasy-wise or, like, real-life-wise? Both. I think, yeah, both. I, for sure. They're going to win games. 
He'll have his yeah, offense. Their, their offense gets like a jolt of life. They scored 11 points a game last year. They they dropped like, what What did they drop this week? Like 26. almost 30? 26, yeah. So like, th- this is a huge upgrade for this everybody in this offense. I mean, yeah, that's like, that's the whole reasoning for drafting Steelers. I mean, I have Juju, James Conner, Benny Snell, and Deontay Johnson, who, by the way, got 10 targets, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he had the most targets, just not the most uh, points. Yeah. Juju had two tutties, but, like, yeah. I don't know. I think both of those guys might be startable, even if you have them on the same team like I do. Like, would you start Tyler Boyd or Deontay Johnson right now? That's that's the situation I'm in. Uh, Deontay, because he, he's getting more targets. But we'll see after this week. Oh, who has a, who has a higher upside? Like, I don't know. Is it Boyd or Johnson? I'm Still going for Boyd against the Browns. I haven't seen enough of uh, Burrow to decide that yet. He's going to be slinging that bitch. And it's the Browns. They play the Browns on Thursday. That's the thing. I don't really like Thursday against the Browns. That's a shitty matchup. All right. Well, I'm going to play him like if he fucking scores. You know, right? It could be a Thursday night sling fest. I guess. Speaking of sling fests. Hold up. I got one more. Where do we. Oh, you want one more? Okay, go ahead. Yeah. I got Mark Ingram. I don't I don't like him anymore. I think he had value last oh. year. Yeah, no, I was definitely on like against drafting him. It's really not easy. Not only does like, he have to worry about the new guy, J.K. Dobbins, his quarterback is going to steal carries from him. And Yeah. Well, he's yeah. going to have his games where he has like 17 or 18. Like yeah, randomly, no but I don't, no I don't trust him. He's gonna yeah, he, he has down. no he has no passing game work either. Yeah, I'm, I'm done with Ingram. Here, here's something I want to talk about. So you know, we, we all know it's pandemic. You, you gotta you gotta avoid COVID nineteen. Yeah, and to to stay safe, you know, you should avoid these backfields. You don't want to be anywhere. You don't want to touch these backfields. You know, you'll get sick. Number one is the New England Patriots. I don't want any of those dudes near my team. And not Jack Boyd. Okay, he's the only one. But I was thinking like Sony, Burkhead, Damian Harris, blah blah blah. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? Bill, James, James White better not be. Fucking I, don't even owners. I don't really want James White as my RB two, honestly. No, he's a flex guy. Yeah. Um, the Washington Foreskins. I don't want any of those dudes. There's like three dudes there, at least. I got another one, and it's the team that the Bears played against last week. Hey, the Lions. Yeah, three oh, guys there. Adrian Peterson was like, oh my god, that carry on Johnson was a starter, but them. had the least amount of touches, I think. Bro, is is Adrian Peterson torching the Bears like not as vintage as it gets? This <laughs> man, that is just straight. Vintage. And what's that rookie's name? DeAndre Swift. Oh, DeAndre Swift, the uh, the game winning touchdown. Yeah. All right. Um, so there's yeah, too many. Too many. Uh, people. Uh, people are making fun of me for like you know saying the Bears are gonna lose, and then like celebrating the win. But at the same time, like bro, they had the game lost. He dropped the game winning touchdown, so I was pretty much right. Are you kidding me? And that that game would have been on the defense, not the offense. I mean, the offense right. came through. Oh, dude, if if he catches that. Oh my God! The amount of people going through Trubisky's throat would have been ridiculous. There, there still would have been blame on Trubisky. 
Yeah. And and by the way, this is like I said, this is not a Bears podcast. But people that are saying Trubisky was bad for three quarters or whatever, it's it's just absurd. Like I was I don't know I don't know about everyone else, but I was watching the Chicago Bears play and I was routinely seeing Trubisky hit guys in the hands. There was a few bad passes in there, obviously. Not every pass was good. But uh-huh. there was there was two drops, one by Robinson that was deflected off his hands. Off his hands, not like his shoulder pad, one hand, through his hands and almost picked. There was two um two catches by Jimmy Graham that were not catches. He completely mistimed his jumps, like he forgot how to go up and catch a ball. <laughs> there was one throw into the end zone where the guy was holding Allen Robinson's hand back, and he had to make a basket catch with one hand that it bounced off his chest. No call. And there was another drop somewhere. Obviously, he had the bad Ted Ginn throw. But the, to say like he was awful for three quarters because his stats show it is asinine. No, he did his thing, for sure. I he just was swinging that bitch. He was swinging that bitch, plain and simple. And, I need to see more, though. Right. The, well, the, the most important thing... Take away from the Bears' offense, at least for me, is that they ran that bitch. They didn't just sling that bitch; they were running that bitch too. And that's the most important thing for me. Like, if the Bears can run the football, they'll have a decent enough offense to win ten games. Plain and simple. And Jerry Graham looks like a uh, valuable addition. I know motherfuckers were talking shit about the Bears having two yeah, tight ends, but Jimmy Graham's a great red zone guy, and obviously Trubisky was looking for him early and often, and he right. holds value. For- Except for the fact that he should have had two more catches than he did, which were not on Trubisky, they were on him. But yeah, like if the Bears are going to have chunk ground plays like they did all day on Sunday, they're going to be a good offense. Trubisky can be like an Average quarterback, and they'll they'll be putting yards and points. It was a great first start. They play the Giants this week, right? Yes, they play the Giants, and they're probably going to do more of the same thing. Bad. The Giants, Giants look bad. really bad. <laughs> well, maybe because it's a steel curtain. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Steelers have a good defense, but the like Giants' defense isn't very good either. Like, we'll get crazy. into that actually. We're going to get into that right now as our special guest is going to join. Our special guest has arrived. Let's introduce yourself. Who's here? How's it going, boys? It's uh, Jason Mandela. A pleasure to be on the podcast with you guys today. How's it going? How'd you do one? Week one uh, went one and one in both my leagues. Uh, in one of them, I had James Conner and Saquon Barkley got blasted by that. Didn't also uh, <laughs> help that I had to face Devontae Adams, who just decided to have the best week of his career. Alvin Kamara caught two touchdowns, which was just a slap in the face. And nice. Russell Wilson Russell Wilson decides to start throwing to Chris Carson, which also doesn't help. So. <laughs> Yeah, you got cut. I mean, but other than that, you can expect Adams and uh, Russell Will- – or Adams and – what was the other guy? Kamara. Kamara, Ka- yeah. Well, I was expecting Kamara to go off. He had like 20, 21, I think. But Adams had like, what, 14 catches? 30. Oh, no, he had 41. Yeah, this dude, Adams, Adams blasted me in the face. Bro, 40-point games are yeah, I had... really, really uh, common these days. Yeah, I also had no answer for that outside of Kyler. But in uh, on my other league, I had the Kyler D-Hop stack, which uh, is going to be so much fun this year. 
like I was saying, yeah. <clears throat> all yeah, all off you. I want that that triple Cardinal stack: Kyler, Drake, DeAndre. Oh yeah. <clears throat> but also, you... also, I was gonna say on that same team that I had Kyler and D Hop, I was kind of surprised, but got nice production out of Melvin Gordon too. I wanted to hear your thoughts on uh, on oh. that Monday night game, seeing that backfield, how that situation, how you oh, guys oh, think that'll we, play out. We, we discussed it. You'll hear it on the pod. Don't worry. All right. But you, Jason, you had a good you had a good segment idea. So let's let's hear your thoughts. On uh, the beanhead of the week, I have two of them actually. Well, what's beanhead of the week? So it is where it is a star that you expect to go off maybe fifteen to twenty, twenty five points a game. Yeah, that have just a is a completely, there. just a completely beanhead. Right, like just hit you, hit you with the fattest neck. Right, <laughs> like <laughs> I got I got two of them, so I'll start off. With uh, one Kawhi Leonard for one yes! last night. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Paul Thank George. You. Paul George was an honorable mention, but uh, Kawhi Leonard six for twenty-two, zero free throws, one for ten. He had two half, points two in the points. fourth. Kawhi, two. No, no, no. You Javier, never should have had. You bitch ass motherfucker. Javier, he had two points in the second half, not the fourth quarter. Second well, half. Had, only had two in the third. So it's not. In zero in the fourth. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, and according to Chris Haynes, they had uh, guys wanting out after three minutes. So if that's the best player in the world, yeah, yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. are just wrong, oh. completely wrong. You're, want... you're, you're tired. When you had four months <laughs> off and you've been load managed load the entire managed year. Your whole career. Fuck up. When expectations happen, he crumbles. But that's a different topic oh, for whatever. Whatever. That is so not a real narrative. You what's what's your uh, response to that, then? Let's hear it. I have no response. Exactly. Exactly. That's the point. My response: suck my white ass. If that's the best response you can get, I think me and Javier receive a few <laughs> points for that. Yeah. Um. It's like part, serious... what's, what's that shit called? Um. Around the horn. Fucking ding that. Yeah. Fucking give me all the. Fucking yeah. Fucking I, I'm. It, I'm yeah. Hey. Hey. Put his ass on mute. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wasn't yeah. even talking. I was. Oh my god. I was sitting here sad. Yeah, because you know LeBron's cruising to another championship. But um, also, Javier, before we get into my actual being, had big respect on the Heat pick. Big respect. I but, picked them um, outright, like from the jump. No, I know. You've been on that. And that's, all right. That's all right. Ma- major got, prop. He's got three wins to go. Let's pump the brakes. I mean, is he, he going to do them, it? He, beat, he picked them to beat the Bucks. That's major props. <laughs> hey, say it to Daoud, too, then. Respect, I'll, Daoud. I'll, I'll see him tomorrow. But. All right. Anyway, but actual beanhead of the week. Uh, week one. Do your. Who's your week one beanhead of the yeah, week? Yeah, week one. Saqu- Saquon had twelve point six points. Their offensive line was complete ass. It looked like me, you, and Javier were blocking for him. As well as <laughs> another issue was he had twenty one touches and could still only muster up twelve point six. And as a Barkley owner in a league, I'm a little worried considering he has the Bears. Who have another great defensive line, maybe getting Robert Quinn back, which is just a nightmare. So uh, can't wait. Bar- Barkley would be mine. What about your? What about your guys? Well, week one, obviously Michael Thomas was the bean of the week. He got hurt, but he played. So huge bean headery there. I didn't but, really. Uh, yeah, Michael right. Thomas. I mean, he was hurt though. I, I don't really put that. In yeah. But, I mean, if he's playing, if he's on the field. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he played the whole game, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. 
He was just hurt. So I guess I guess, I mean yeah, the high ankle sprain that that sucks. But Emmanuel Sanders is now going to be an elite wide receiver. You would think, right? Yeah, and a pass, or maybe Jared Cook steps up more out of the tight end uh, position. Maybe Stone hands Cook. I, I like him for for a couple weeks. Yeah, well, yeah. Michael Thomas yeah. is out. Yeah, I was going to say maybe Alvin Kamara plays more slot receiver, goes out for more passes, and Lat Murray gets more carries. Lat you never Murray. know. Yeah, definitely stock up on Kamara and stock up on Sanders. Yeah. Stock up on everybody. It's going to get distributed. Not One one guy's not going to take over Michael Thomas's target share. No, I agree with that. Traquan Smith. Dude, I wish they still had Keith Kirkwood. I was just about to say, do they have Kilroy's on Kirkwood still? <laughs> Dear Lord, I don't really know who's gonna like. Can I just pick Nick Chubb every week? What about Jason Hill to be a beanhead? <laughs> yeah, also that. You know what? You yeah. know what? I'm gonna say it. Fuck Le'Veon Bell. Why did I? Oh, pick well, that my that league? goes without saying. That, that's such a oh. Ricky Kearns pick. I picked him like, oh my god, Le'Veon, like, dude. He has. He's one of these motherfuckers that has like Instagram videos where he's working his ass <laughs> off, and he's he's like Cam Newton when he's talking to the camera. Like these motherfuckers didn't believe in me. Like, oh, yeah. and except he doesn't actually like, show results. Yeah, <laughs> and he doesn't put it in that fucked up font that Cam uses. Yeah, I was like, come on, dude. You're. A, I guess Jordan was right. He's on the. He's a jet. That's what he said last week, dude. He's a jet. <laughs> Bro, like. The only Jets I would fuck with are Chris Herndon and Jamison Crowder. Like those are those dudes are getting targets. Other than that, I don't want any Jets running back. Fuck that. I wouldn't yeah. want any Jets player. Crowder's gonna get his fair share. I like Crowder. He gets a good target share. Thirteen yeah. targets. They're gonna be That's playing true. behind every fucking week. Honestly, I'm taking Niners spread. I'm gonna be taking Jets like whoever's playing the Jets against the spread maybe every week. Yeah, yeah. Like if sure. I do that, I'm gonna win money overall. So I got a couple of uh, hold up. The rate the Texans are are they're giving the Texans six and a half points against the Ravens. I'm taking I, Baltimore all the way. Yeah, probably. I don't expect Watson to get blown out twice in a Dude, row. But like, I don't know. Bal- Baltimore's secondary is worse than me and Jordan's intramural football secondary. No, it isn't. Are you kidding me? Houston, Houston secondary. Oh, okay, Houston secondary. That's what I meant. Yeah, it, yeah, 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 not Baltimore's. I misspoke. But it's worse than our intramural secondary. We were DBU low key. Oh, dude, I had interceptions <laughs> on interceptions. Um, also, they're giving but, the Panthers nine points against the Bucks. The Panthers dropped thirty points last week. I Wait, think that's... Bucks minus nine? Yes, dude. Oh something's God. wrong about that's, that. Dude, all right, I'm still. I've been saying it since whenever they signed Tom Brady. The Bucks are not going to be very good. They're still not very good. I just, I just don't think they're us. they're clicking yet. They're not. Everybody's. Not I don't think it, Matt. Dude, Brady dude. is ninety years old. He's just not that good. Playing yeah. Team. I also I'm I'm picking on the uh, Browns minus five and a half this week. I don't think Joe Burrow. I mean, he played okay, but I think the Browns got embarrassed. Obviously, they got embarrassed. So I think they have a bounce back week, and they just have too many weapons. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm so, about this close to being done with Baker Mayfield. So you he, he needs to do wait, some wait. shit. Wait, wait. So you're sitting here and telling me that you're gonna bet on the Cleveland Browns? They that scored six correct. points last week. In in what world? 
Bro, would you gonna... ever bet on the Browns, especially after they score six? Are you kidding because me? Because like, they're beating the Bengals. They're going to bounce back and beat the Bengals. And if they don't, they may go 0-16. I... <laughs> okay, I don't know. I don't know about all that. I don't, I don't know, know, man. I mean, that's Baker that's needs to do something with all those weapons. Or I'm done with that motherfucker. Dude. I think the I think Chubb may be able to run for a lot this week. I think it's more of a Chubb than a Baker game. Dude, I will bet you Bengals Browns. I already bet the Browns minus five and a half, so I'm not going to double down on it. Beanhead. I have receipts right here when they cover. Oh, by the way, it's it's Lions Packers this week. It's Colts Vikings hobby. Yeah. I was going to say that's my sling fest of the week. Lions Packers. No, that's yeah, I know. Pick. That's why I liked Hines versus the Vikings because Rodgers threw all yeah. over the Vikings last week. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> also, I think another honorable mention, and I'm sure you guys have discussed this, uh, Dallas and Atlanta. Dude, I was just about to. I, that's the, my sling fest guarantee. The no, amount of weapons is Ravens-Texans. Watson-Lamar? No. Yeah, Maybe. But no, because the, the Ravens aren't Ravens really a sling de- fest team. They Ravens' might. defense is also so good. Well, the Ravens, like, they're they're more of like a – if you could sling that bitch, like, via the ground, that's what the Ravens <laughs> – Run that bitch. That's the Man, Ravens. I, I just think that Watson got paid. It's time for him to start winning some games. Like, regardless doesn't, if Hopkins is there or not, it's time for you to start slinging that bitch. I was going to say, it doesn't help that his best receiver – that the best receiver in football just left his team because Bill O'Brien's a complete moron. I, need, I, I mean, but now he has a running gap back, and he can catch passes too. I don't know. I yeah. just think Watson, if he's as good as everybody thinks he is, he should be winning games. Well, part of the reason he was so good was because of Hopkins. Yeah. I don't uh, think that's the only reason. I, I like Watson. I think he's he's a good quarterback. Yeah, would you guys would you guys take yo is good. Would you guys would you guys take Kyler over Watson today to start your franchise? No, no. I'd still take Watson. You take Watson? Okay. Yeah. I mean, if I'm getting the guys that they're throwing to, I'm taking Kyler, but I'm not. So, yeah, yeah. I would say same, same weapon that, on that Cardinals team. He's doing the exact yeah. same shit. Yeah, exactly. Well, like, if you put Ma- well, what if you put more. Mahomes? Yo, put Mahomes on the Bears last year. See what happens. I <laughs> two think years Mahomes ago, is, I think Mahomes is that talented where he can make everybody yeah. better than what they- he makes people better. Like Demarcus Robinson, he, he makes yeah. random people good. Michael Hardman. Yeah, he makes random week, people good. What? Week one oh, God. Fast as fuck everywhere. <laughs> week one God, Sammy Watkins. He is week oh one God. Oh, my God. I, I guarantee you he has less than, like, four touchdowns the rest of the year. I guarantee you he has if two I'm catches wrong, for I'm 11 wrong, yards this week. Two catches. That's, that's, your, a, that's, that's, that's a, a Sammy Watkins line. Beanhead of the week. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I want to do this new thing called, like, I see you. Or it's like guys that you're not ready to like pick up off the waiver wire, but maybe you're, you're looking at right. it. And I'm starting with Forskin's defense. I see you. Okay. Okay. I'm not gonna pick you up yet, but shit. Like if I need a, <laughs> a bi week defense, might just be yeah. Chase Young in the Beanheads. I <laughs> uh, I got one. Go ahead. That? Jimmy Graham, I see you, Mr. Red Zone Target. Okay. I know I, I know I know he missed time to jump on two balls that were very catchable, but he also is one of the best red zone targets in the league. And yeah. honestly, just throw it up, he's gonna get it. Like Yeah, I think that's the that's the key with tight ends. They're not gonna you're not gonna find a lot with with that get a lot of volume. So the key is touchdowns, and I think Graham's gonna get quite a few this year. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you, like the tight end position is going to make a huge difference for Trubisky in that offense. 
What about him as an ICU? Like you said last week, Mister, your take about him first six weeks, first six weeks of the year. Yeah, we talked about it. Like, wh- how surprised would you be if they start six and zero? Like, I really wouldn't be that surprised. I just, I kind, I kind of would. <laughs> really? You know who I like? It's another Bear, Anthony Miller. Yeah, I see you, Anthony yeah. Miller. Like, I feel like I see you. He is very nice. I feel like he's rostered though by like. Let me see. He's rostered in. He's only rostered in forty percent of ESPN leagues. What? Yeah. All right. Dude. I see Anthony Miller. That counts. That counts. For okay. Sure. I think speaking of Anthony Miller, Allen Robinson's gonna have a huge week this week. I think with all this contract stuff going out, they're gonna want to make him happy, and the Giants secondary completely sucks. Oh, Juju. Allen Juju Robinson's had a swinging his black dick around. <laughs> Oh yeah, he, he I don't think paid. he. I don't think he'll be like a. So so you say huge week for Robinson. How many points is that? Like twenty five? You're thinking twenty plus? I don't know, dude. I don't think they're gonna be throwing the ball enough for him to get twenty. They're gonna be running it all night. Oh, I should say all day on those clowns. Yeah, they. Suck. <laughs> I would take. I would take Bears spread. Bears points. I think it's spread. what. I think it's five or four. And five and a half. and a half on ESPN. Five and a half. Um, oh, Titans minus nine and a minus nine. I'm taking Jags again. Jags money line low key. No. Again. No. Titans are Dude, better than the Colts. I bet $50 earlier this week, or on Monday on Juju going over 68.5 yards and he got 69. I won. Nice. I, I doubled my money. Nice. Yeah, That's had, super nice. Speaking speaking of that, I think a guy I love for the year, as I think you guys may both, is Jerry Judy. Dude, his footwork is He's insane. Filthy. And- and I know his drops are going to be a thing because he's a yards after catch receiver. But he was going up against DB1 last week for the Titans. Yeah. And when Corlin Sutton goes back, he's going to be probably in the slot. And I don't know if there's a slot cornerback that can cover him today. His footwork is already like five-year vet shit. Like, he's really yep. good, dude. He he reminds me of like Julio when he came into league with Roddy yeah. White. Like, dude, I was thinking more like that. I was thinking more like Amari Cooper, too. Okay. Like, with the route running. Dude, he's insane. Yeah. It's all a matter of Drew Locke. I don't know about Locke. Yeah, he's still a question mark, but. I don't know if he's a question mark. I think he's good. Not, like, super good, but he will be good. Yeah, he's only played, like, Like eight games. games. He hasn't even played a full 16, so. Not even close. Yeah. But anyway, Sling Fest guarantee is definitely Falcons Cowboys for me. Dude, the Falcons are just a walking Sling Fest. Yeah, they are. I mean, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears couldn't even stop them next week. That might be a Sling Fest too. No, the Bears don't have Sling Fest potential, though. Their defense is too good. It was pretty much a Sling Fest on Sunday. Was it, though? The Bears spotted them 17 and came back in a quarter. I guess you and I have different – Definitions of sling fest, dude. I mean, they were sling slinging fest. that bitch. They were both slinging that bitch, plain and simple. I guess Stafford wasn't. It wasn't that, yeah. quite the sling fest that the Falcons and the Seahawks had. Yeah, like I, that's for sure sling fest. I don't know if twenty-seven, twenty-three is like a sling fest. With okay, the way that game, with the, with the game, with the way that game was going, but what's up? Yeah, I want to talk about how I got completely fucked over by two goal line touchdowns. I got reversed. <laughs> I got fucked over by one of those. Like, Dak Prescott Sunday night and then DeAndre Hopkins Sunday afternoon. Couldn't be super upset about the Hopkins one because he was going nuts. 
But then Dak Prescott, I mean, that one, like, I kind of thought naked eye, real time, whatever. Like, that was not a touchdown. But then they give me, like, the, the touchdown signal. I'm like, okay, really? Like, you're going to get my hopes up? <laughs> Imagine if I had Jimmy Graham. That would have been three on one team. Yeah. I mean, I had, I had Hopkins, and I think – I don't know how much you can complain after, what, like a 30-point week or whatever it was. But Dak, for sure, I didn't think that was a touchdown. He also got blasted on that 40-yard pass to Gallup. That was not pass interference. I think it was. One of the uh, one of the matchups I was looking at this week, Cam Newton versus Russell Wilson. On Sunday Night Football? Seahawks pass Sunday Night Football. I don't know, man. The way Russell Wilson looked last week, I could see that shit getting blown out the water. See, I see. It, for me, it could Dude, either be a sling fest or boring as shit. I think it could be. I'm leaning toward the boring as shit because it's two great coaches. Right. Cam Newton really didn't. I mean, he's a threat on his legs, but he doesn't have anyone to throw to outside of Edelman. Like Nikhil yeah. Harry Ballsack, bro. Oh yeah. Did you see the uh, the Niners sign Muhammad Sanu? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, Brandon Ayuk is going to be good in that offense whenever he plays. He's supposed to play this week. Nice. You know what? What? What game I'm looking at? Chiefs Chargers. I say start all your Chargers this week. All your Chargers. Yeah, dude. The Hunter Henry's going to go off. Keaton Allen's going to be casting passes. What about I like uh, Eckler? Yeah, I mean, you're starting him with This is Eckler's bread and butter. Slingfest? Yeah. yeah, that's definitely an Eckler, like, 28-point game written all over it. <laughs> Dude, uh, but I think – have you guys gone over your beanhead of the week for week two? No. Um, honestly, that's, like, hard to predict. But, like I said, I, I, I would I got... pick Nick Chubb every week. Yeah. See, I'm going, <clears throat> I'm going Kenyon Drake this week. Dude, the Washington line is – are you Defense serious? line is filthy. Whatever, dude. You know dude, Kenyon Drake had, is going to go nuts. He only had 60 yards against the Niners, and I know the Niners' front seven are a lot better than the foreskins, but still, like, no. Chase Young and the Beanheads, no. I think you may have a low a low week. I'm going to I'm gonna take the opposite, and I'm going to say Kenyon Drake is going to have a monster week. We already talked about this, but I, <clears> I don't like, I don't like uh, Mark Ingram this week either. Yeah. I don't like him any week. I don't like him in general. No. J.K. Dobbins offense. Yeah, and Lamar Jackson runs too. Yeah. All right. Well, my pick of the week, who I think is going to lead all scorers, is Jason's favorite player, Derrick Henry. Oh, yeah. This man gets the Jags. (laughs) 99-yard touchdown the last time he paid whenever it was, three years ago. I'm I'm definitely going Austin Eckler. This week. He's gonna outscore Derrick Henry. Oh yeah, Eckler's gonna have no. I mean, Eckler's gonna have 120 yards rushing. No way. And and 60. Um, he's gonna have 180 total yards. And what a touchdown or two. And one touchdown. I will. See, I'm going. I will gladly bet the under on total yards. I'm going. Yeah, obviously, uh, that's just my big bold prediction. Oh, okay, okay, okay. See, I'm going to Mari Cooper. I think for sure guaranteed sling fest. I think he gets like 120 in a touchdown yeah, dude. too. Cowboys Falcons. That game, I'm gonna take you over that game. No question, yeah. guys. I should have taken two and a half. I should have taken no, the Seahawks Falcons over. I'm taking Cowboys Falcons over. So, would you fire up all three uh, Cowboys receivers this week? 
Dude, I would probably fire up all three Cowboys and all three Falcons. Yeah. Okay. I mean, this that game is a, a rare disgusting. occasion where you start. That might be all like your a Cowboy right? That might be like a 37-34 game. Oh, I could see it. That's going to be fun. I want to watch that game. And I do have it on at the same time as the Bears. Yeah, that's the only problem. The Bears game is going to be almost unwatchable. I could so see it being a 17-13 type of nonsense. No, dude, game. I think the Bears are going to put up 20-something. I don't know. I feel like, like that, was a, that was an outlier game for Saquon. He's so fun to watch. And last week it wasn't. He had those games all year last year. Yeah, but he also had 40-point games at the end of the year to win me a championship. So, yeah, shout right. out to Saquon. <laughs> yeah, they won honestly, you, you were really rewarded if you held on to him last year. As yeah. you should be. He was your right. number one or number two pick. Right. Number two. Let's not get it twisted. Well, last Christian year, McCaffrey. last year, last year, honestly, Barkley was like more number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. McCaffrey. I wasn't completely sold, but I probably would have taken Saquon. Yeah, I probably would have too. How do you got? How do you guys think uh, Clyde Edwards Elaire is gonna have a second week? Another, another good, another good week. He Dude, he's awesome. gonna, I don't know what else he's gonna be a top ten guy. If eh, top five. Bro, like he's Kareem Hunt, is he? Not I don't in that understand offense? how the entire NFL just was like, yeah, let's just give this guy to the Chiefs. Bro, he was, he's he fits better than. Oh, I could totally do a condom penis thing, but I really don't want. To. <laughs> he he's like the perfect fit. It's bad. It's bad for everyone. I do think well, that it, it, it's mostly Chiefs offense team. more than him. Right, like that. Not, I don't really know all about like what type of runner he is, but the fact that he is the right type of runner in that offense when they needed like or not even needed, but like could have gotten. Well, Damon Williams opted that. out. Right, that's another big thing. Yeah, because yeah. he was a stud in the playoffs for them. Yeah, well, I'm, basically... I'm saying like before he before coronavirus like even happened. Um, they could have had like a guy that they drafted, and then they did draft him. And then Damian Williams opts out. So it's like they could not be a more perfect fit yeah. for that offense. Well, it's funny because they had their pick at Jonathan Taylor, J.K. Dobbins, or CEH. Like, Seems like they picked and, right and Swift. Yeah. Wasn't Swift available too? They all were because they were all second-round running backs outside of CEH. Speaking of Swift, whenever he was drafted, and yeah, obviously Brian was talking shit about whatever, whenever, I did not expect that his – Debut would end in dropping a game-winning touchdown. I just think that 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 running back situation is so weird. It's yeah. just so weird. You have three. They yeah, got, you have three. They dudes said Carry be the guy. was the 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 number one, and then they handing it off to Adrian Peterson a bunch, and then they're throwing it to Swift. It's just so weird. I don't understand that backfield. Right. Like, is like I the, said, is it... stay away. Stay safe. I was gonna say, isn't that is that not the Lions franchise in a nutshell? You don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah. Oh, you know what you're gonna get. You're gonna get something <laughs> you'll get mad at. That's <laughs> which is that's exactly what right. Which is exactly what happened. Right. Like yeah. you know what Sorry, you're gonna get. And you're gonna Sorry, get disappointment. Four so. and twelve all over again. All right, Jason, you have any other words before we cut you off? 
Uh, not really. Just expecting the Lakers to win in five. Oh, man. I don't know. I think we, I've, we, everybody in the, like, everybody has downplayed the Nuggets. I'm not doing that again. They're going to win at least two games. I just think that they don't match up well with the Lakers. Like, Jokic is getting guarded by Anthony Davis. Like, he's so much, he's so, he's so much better than anyone the Clippers have that cannot protect the rim, but. Yeah. Can we, can we I think it's gonna be a it's quick? gonna be a Lakers Heat finals and Lakers in six. Can we talk about that? Can we talk about that? If it's Lakers Heat, can we imagine Jimmy Butler beating LeBron in the finals for a second? That'd that be would crazy. be crazy. That'd be so glorious. I will tell dude. you this: the the Heat have all those little guys that the Lakers don't. That's right. the big difference, dude. Tyler Hero's got some massive stones, <laughs> dude. He had a he almost had a triple double in a game. In game one of the Easter Conference Finals, like yeah, he's just a baller. He's a rookie. As a dude, as a dude younger than us, <laughs> like yeah. white boys, white boys, that dude could ball. There's deep. They're, they're the deepest team I've seen in a while. That's why I'd I like say Spolster is also Spolster is also the best coach left in the playoffs. Frank Vogel, Mike Malone, no, uh, no Brad, Ste- Brad, I think Brad Stevens. Stevens. It's Brad. No, I. Spolster's the only one that has a ring. Exactly. Yeah, Stevens is gonna get one someday. But anyway, I'm 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 totally done talking about basketball, Jason. You can really open the can of worms because you're shitty about your beloved Clippers. No, it's just not a basketball podcast. You fuck. You, you could cut audio. Yeah, I'll bite the bullet. But thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Anytime, Jason boys. Mando, you'll be back. Yeah, come on more, bro. That was good. Yeah. Show. Yeah, anytime, boys. Thanks for having me. No problem. All right. All right, Javier. Anything else you want to add before we? We're good. All right. Well, with that being said, bear down. Butch Coolidge out. Javier, the dirty person out. And also, stay tuned for a big announcement coming up. All right. Catch y'all next Wednesday.